Well, hello there, and welcome to another Weekend Update. I'm Jim Harrington. So, really, we should change the name of the program on the weekend to It's Another Weekend? No. <laughs> no. Wait, I guess we could if you want to. I mean, I'm, no, I'm, very, I don't. I'm very flexible, no. you know. Uh, who hey, are I'm, you, anyway, by the way, Bees? You I'm, Bill any, Knight. Okay, I'm Bill Knight. I'm Bill I'm the guy that throws in the stupid comments. I just wanted to make sure that some stranger did strolling off the street. You know, and Strangers uh, in the podcast. Hey, listen, enough of the singing. We want to keep the yeah. audience. Um, a lot of things uh, continue to happen in our world. You know, uh, you you mentioned something off the air, and I, oh. I picked up on it too. And uh, it seems like the perfect thing to start the program right. off with. You had mentioned uh, about a week and a half ago on our program that one of the gun st- stores in your town had been, I I, I want to say raided. They maybe wouldn't say raid, but they were literally shut down by the ATF and whatever. And uh, they were, well, they were raided. I, yeah. I I know they were raided because uh, one of my son's friends lives in a house right by there and saw everything go down. And uh-huh. uh, but the uh, yeah, the feds came in, marched in one day. And uh, went through all their records and shut them down. Now, the reason for their doing it was because a few days before, somebody tried to rob the store. So that gave them the precedence to uh, come in. Well, and couldn't, couldn't they have just sent a couple of agents over? I mean, couldn't they have just gone in with a couple of agents and said, hi, we're from the uh, ATF. We just want to go through your records. Uh, we're not going to interrupt anything, but... Uh, Go about your business. Couldn't they have done it that way instead of closing well, it down? Well, I, I, I would imagine they could. But, you know, they had been kind of tapping on the door of records before. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing there. This, this this gun shop's been there for 51 years. It's been a family business. So you got three generations. and Of uh, owners, yeah. Gener- yeah. A fourth generation's going through there. As a matter of fact, uh, a gentleman that I know, he's 86. Now, he used to be a prison guard and... Uh, one of the guys that owns that, the the original son, was a prison guard, too. Yes. I said, hey, I, I saw Tommy as the 86-year-old guy. Mm-hmm. And anyway, I said, did you know that this? And he goes, oh, no, no, no. I, I know these guys. Yeah. No, no, they would never do that. And I'm sitting there going, what the um, what the feds did in the ATF did uh, is go in there and they uh, seized uh, their, their records that have all, all the information on anybody that's ever purchased a gun. So they got all of that, and then they said, well, you know, uh, you probably sold some guns, or they, they accused them of selling guns to felons, which means they wouldn't, ha- would, they wouldn't have those forms, which they wouldn't do, but they blamed it on the older set. So what they're saying is you, the owners would risk a 51-year-old business to, to, make to, sell, millions of dollars. Yeah, to sell one or two weapons to a felon? Come on. Well, look, they have a warehouse in the back, and they have they have a lot of guns. And these are hunting guns and things like that. But right. when you look at the inventory that they have, you know, they've got millions and millions of dollars wrapped up in inventory. You're not going to sell it all at once. Sure. No. But you have everything, and then you order stuff. Yeah. Well, all of a sudden, they come in there. What happens to those weapons? Well, they get seized. So, so they back trunks up, and they literally take the weapons out of the store. Yeah, you know. So they, but they shut them down, and uh, they did that. And I said, "Now, this Bill, is I have the a beginning. question: Is that store open now?" And he said, 
Didn't you no. tell me that they said they'd be open the next day or the day, a couple of days? They said they yeah. put a sign out said, thanks for 51 years of business, we'll be back. And they thought they were going to be back. Sure. They're not back and they're not coming back. And now the gentleman I mentioned, he's, you know, I've known him for a long time. And no, I didn't go to school with him. I'm much, much younger. But the point is, is he's a good friend, but he's a liberal guy. But we have good conversations when I happen to run into him because I like to talk to him. I'll bet you he's less liberal now. (laughs) He's a little shocked that this is going on. Now, he's, you know, he's for gun control, but not gun thievery by the government. Well, the reason why we mention Bill's story, which happened like two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Yeah, what happened yesterday. Um, Yesterday, uh, 20 heavily armed IRS and ATF agents raided a Great Falls, Montana gun store, seized firearm purchase records, and um, I guess really intimidated the guy. I mean, they went in there with uh, uh, the whole whole outfit. Uh, They looked like they were a SWAT team going in there. And uh, they went and got uh, Form 4473s. Now, I'm not familiar with that form. I think you are more familiar with that form than I am. Yeah, that's the form that basically has all the information that you can have uh, on somebody that bought the gun. You know, it's it's a necessary form to be in your files, to sit there. It identifies everyone. I know that because uh, I worked at a pawn shop for a while when I was between gigs, you know, and I sat there and I said, well, yeah, I can do a pawn shop. And at one time, I was the only person licensed in the store, uh, approved in the store to sell and buy guns. So... I know the form business there, but that has anybody that ever bought a gun there, you know, now the feds have, if, if they don't have it in their own records, they got everything. How many times you bought ammunition, the weapons you own, everything you got, the owner of the, uh, it's more on the weapon than anything else, but they got it. It says here, Tom, Tom Van Hoos, the owner of Highwood Creek Outfitters alleges that he's been under constant surveillance by state and federal agencies for over two years. Now, I mentioned, I, th- I was thinking about this whole gun store surveillance and raid stuff, and I thought, you know, and th- then they, they went into the president of the United States' home, and they raided his home. This seems like uh, uh, a theme is developing, and it's not yeah. happening in one place. I mean, you don't hear about the one in your town. Uh, because it's P tracks. Uh, P tracks is the name of the place, and because I can say it, it's news. Uh, and they've been under harassment that people didn't well, know. I'd, about I'd love to know how many other years. How many other stores out there that don't have the publicity that haven't made a big thing out of it have also had raids? Well, would you? Especially Inspected. a lot of these gun shops are family owned. You know, uh, as a matter of fact, when I gave a gun to an ex father in law. You know, uh, and that gun, because I bought it in Louisiana, you didn't have to have it registered. It was a gun that was kind of invisible. It was bought, it was acquired legally, but it was invisible. Mm-hmm. But he did the right thing here in Pennsylvania and took it to the gun shop that he knew and a guy that fixes, cleans guns, sells guns, and will register them. And I signed it over and everything. And, but it was a family owned gun shop. Right. And gun businesses are usually. Family owned. Yeah, there's the big chains, but they're family owned. And that's what they're going after right now. They're squeezing them. And they probably have been, if you ask them, 
you know, they may not want to talk about it, but they've been harassed. And it's been going on for a couple of years now. You know what else they want to do in Pennsylvania? They want to take every round of ammunition and put a serial number on it. Yeah. And then they will know. Like if you go in and buy a box of rounds for your gun, they'll Mm -hmm. know who had the ammunition, who, who fired the weapon. Yeah. Long as yeah, that's that's what they want to do. Now the the solution to that is you make your own rounds. You know you reuse shells and stuff, but there's a way that they can track that too. You still got to get the powder. You still got to get you know there's things the, you got to get. They can put the uh, couldn't they stamp the bottom of the bullet itself? I mean, even if it mushrooms, usually the back end of the bullet is, you know, is usually intact. In, in, in you know when you fire mm. a bullet. Yeah, uh, it in mushrooms. Even maybe it does. In some cases, they splinter too. But uh, I would think that uh, if they can put a serial number on the shell casing, they can put it on the bullet too. Um, oh yeah, I'm sure they could. In the this back to of it, me yeah. sounds like we're stepping into uh, this wannabe dictator t- uh, territory that. That uh, you know. No, I have a comment on Fox. that, but I know you've got some audio. I'm going to save yeah. my uh, my comment. Okay. Until afterwards, because President I, I Trump, have a I, I have a different opinion. President Trump had some comments about the wannabe dictator comment too. Listen, Tucker Carlson, a very good guy, is exactly right. The number one reason the totally corrupt Biden administration and the sick Washington establishment are after me is because I stand up to their failed foreign policy agenda. The one thing Washington cannot forgive is that I put America first, always put America first. I could never help it. I have to do that in order to make America great again. I reject their foolish and disastrous foreign wars, their horrific globalist trade deals, their open border catastrophes, their corruption of our intelligence system, and it's never been more corrupt, and all of the other betrayals of the American people. Most recently, the warmongers, globalists, and deep staters are absolutely livid that I refuse to bend the knee to their next endless war in Ukraine. I want peace. They want money and they want conflict, even if it means walking us into the brink of World War III, which frankly it is doing, and it's doing it rapidly. I want people to stop dying. I want to end that war. I'll end that war between those two countries in 24 hours. It won't even take that long. I will get the war ended. I'll stop all of those lives from being wasted and lost. And there'll be no more bombing of Ukraine. There'll be no more bombing of Russia. And everybody will be happy. That's why, despite the massive criminality and corruption of the Clintons, the Bidens, the Obamas, and all the rest, none of them ever get indicted or ever get investigated. They're totally protected by a fake and disgusting system. But I did everything right, and the system tries to throw me right into a jail. They can't beat me at the ballot box, so they're out there trying to take me out by other means, anything they can think of. These people don't love our country. As I've said before, if I renounce my beliefs or if I stayed silent, the persecution would stop. If I didn't run for office or if I wasn't leading by a lot, it would all end and end very nicely. I'd have a much easier life. 
But I can't do that, and I won't do that. The fact is that we're leading by a lot because they're doing a bad job. We're leading Ron DeSanctimonious by 40 points, and we're leading Joe Biden by 10, 11, 12, by a lot. I'm going to take on all of the forces that are trying to destroy this country, and I'm going to win for you. On November 5th, 2024, justice will be done. Thank you very much. Donald Trump and his statement on uh, mm-hmm. on Tucker's car- comment and uh, the things that are happening right now. Boy, there's a lot in there, too, that yeah. I can comment on. But going to the Tucker Carlson thing, which he's right, but he's wrong. He is not a wannabe dictator. Joe Biden is not a wannabe dictator. He is a damn dictator. Look at everything that's going on right now. And the, the IRS story, that came from Joe. You know that did. He's the one that said, yeah, go get these guys. Shut them down. I think Joe is a dictator. Yeah, I, may, I think in all honesty, though, he's a puppet. He's a well, puppet. He he's a puppet. Too. He's a puppet dictator. He goes out and he mouths he mouths the words. Okay, he stands out. For example, about a year ago when he was in Philadelphia and he was standing out in front of uh, Independence Hall and they had it lit with uh, red lighting and the the two Marines were standing almost in a sinister. Yeah. They were standing perfectly uh, normal. Uh, they was but because of the lighting, they had a sinister uh, look about them. It was not, uh, it was to send a statement to the world that yeah. I'm a tough guy and I'm here and you better not give me any grief. Joe Biden, well, Joe Biden is an old guy. Joe Biden is an experienced politician, but Joe Biden was an evil guy 40 years ago. And the only difference between that evil guy 40 years ago and the Joe Biden of today is he's gotten older. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, and he's got the pen, and he's for sale. He's always been for yep. sale, and his family is for sale, apparently. It's his business. So he is a dictator. So, you know, the the fact, you know, Tucker's story came from a producer that stuck that on on a, a little icon down, whatever you call it, down in the corner, and Tucker pounced on it. That guy got fired, yeah, by the Chiron. way, for doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, "I'll give you all right. I'll give you the two weeks until you so you can find somebody." They said, "No, clean out your desk." You know, Fox wanted him out. Fox is not the same Fox that we liked uh, as recently as even five years ago, six years ago, uh, around twenty twenty is when you really saw that they were a different operation, not the same, not on now, our side. Now going to Trump and and everything that's that's going on. Of course, he's got the the you know the indictments thirty two or whatever it is down in in Mar-a-Lago. Now that 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 judge on the case that's overseeing the the evil one uh, is sitting there going doing a gag order. They want to shut him up on certain things. Now they're also going to. I said they're going to stack on charges. You know what they were going to go to to stack on charges? You know which we all know was a sham. January sixth. Oh sure. They're going to do yeah. that to bring up. Even more, because they want to sit there. They want to get the treason act, which he's not guilty of, but they right. want to get it on him. And because they're going to sit there and make it appear so bad that something will stick, and they will sit All there right. and say he can't be a president. All right. I got a question no, for you. Do you think, over that. Do you think that the system can correct itself as it stands right now? It won't correct itself by itself. It won't correct itself with the people that are in office because we don't have enough white hats in the office. And, you know, 
do you think that if we won in 2024, well, first of all, do you think we can win in 2024? Funny you should say that because one of the big Democrat ploys right now, they're they're mad that they lost the House. So just like Joe had a, a workaround for the student loan forgiveness thing, the Democrats have a workaround that they don't have Congress, and they're doing a thing called redos. And redos is nothing more than redistricting. They're going, okay, we, we lost, and we can't win here. So let's just change it so we can win here no matter what. It's a one-party system that... They're mad that they lost Congress, but only for a little All while. Right. They're going to so steal it back. You're, you're saying there's no way in hell that we'll ever have a fair system in place again. Seriously. I, I don't think there is a, a way in hell for it. And you got the, the, the liberal media behind. And see, that's another thing. That's even another topic that I've been lingering on for a while. And I'll just throw it out there. Uh, you, myself... Mark Levin, you know, Hannity, all these these guys, Limbaugh was the biggest one, were dinosaurs. We're dinosaurs, and the only thing we can do is make our point and leave a big damn footprint because what we do, some of these guys are going to, you know, retire or things will happen to them like Malik like Limbaugh was a terrible loss. No one's filled that void. You've got the liberal media, and the one thing – if everyone goes, oh, you guys are conspiracy right talk. We're not conspiracy, but we are right-leaning talk. But we balance the news cycle that's out I there. I would like to and say without that this we, balance, we're American traditional talk. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, you know that's, a good, that's a good thing. We I'm are American use, traditional talk. People say, what do you mean? That's, no, no, no. We're just talking common sense. You know, they have labeled us right-wing conspiracy theorist, the left has, because they hate what we're talking about. They despise. It goes against the grain of what they're trying to do to our country and what they're trying to sell you, the listener. So, And you know what? American traditional talk is inclusive because that's just not conservatives. That's moderates and people that just have core values. Well, look look at Trump. Trump's followers, a lot of Democrats, moderate Democrats vote Trump. A lot of them. It's it's like they're not voting Republican. They're voting Trump because Trump represents them. They won't change parties because, well, the family's been a Democratic Party for years, but they are not going to vote for that, that Biden guy. They're going to vote for that Trump fella because that Trump fella, he, he speaks like me. He's mm-hmm. spe- and and he, he has got a lot of courage. You know, people look at, uh, at pre- President Trump and they see a guy who's worth billions and billions of dollars. I mean, you see him get on an airplane, a shiny, beautiful airplane, probably every bit as nice on the inside as Air Force One. Some people say nicer. And he gets into it, it says Trump on the plane, newly painted, brand new Rolls Royce engines in it, beautiful airplane. You know this guy's got cash. And he flies off, and you think, what the hell is this guy doing putting himself in the direct line of fire like Trump is doing, if he doesn't mean what he says? I mean, you know why he's doing it? He's got children. That's why. You're absolutely correct. And he's got that's grandchildren. Yep, that's exactly yeah. right. Why do I do this? Look, I'm not married. My kids are all grown. I lost a daughter that was mine. I have one son that's mine. I have... I have stepchildren. I love them as, and I raise them as 
they're my own. I have uh, what I call an adoptive son, you know, that, uh, that I'm all, I'll always be there for. They're family to me, and they're important to me. Well, that's a, a good reason for him to do what he does. I know that people say, Jim, you know, you had a really interesting career, and some people would say successful. Uh, you yeah, do, you hang this, your hat and be proud. You're doing this political talk thing right now. Don't you, aren't you worried about alienating some people? Quite frankly, at my age, you, you get to a point where you don't really worry too much about what you people don't think. About <laughs> yeah, you just do it because I think what we're doing is right. What we're doing is we're trying to. What we're trying to do is we're trying to say to our listener, "You're not alone. You're not yeah. alone. I know you're out there thinking this. You're out there believing this. You're not the only one. Bill and myself." We yeah. we believe the same thing, and we're not going to abandon you. I mean, we hey. don't, Bill. We don't make any any money off this podcast. No, we don't. We'd no, like we're trying to. to expand You'd like to send it. a yeah. few bucks? No, <laughs> we're trying to expand it from podcast to uh, to radio. That's right. You know, and yeah. Uh, yeah, we can get on radio. We can go buy time, or we have a little station. Oh yeah, we'll carry you. But no. the point is, we you know, if we're going to take it to radio, there has to be. This program is, you know, you might think, oh, it doesn't cost me anything to do it. There's, there's a cost involved. Yes. And, and, and plus your time and effort that and you put into it. And people aren't aware of how successful it's become in the year and a half, year and three quarters that we've been doing this. Yeah. But I will tell you this. There are good people on both sides, even people that don't agree with this program. I, we, it may go nowhere, but somebody said, yeah, there's a lead in the company. You're on their platform. Why not be on the radio? Yeah. And uh, gave us a contact, which may not lead to anything. But, you know, and they said, I said, have you listened to it? No, 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 not you guys. But they were, you know, and but I've known them for years. He goes, yeah, you know, I mean, what you guys do, you know, is important. And, you know, it works. So. There may be a place for us in Whoever would have thought that I'd be going back on the air again somewhere? Uh, but uh, because, you know, you, you think you're retired, right? But then again, God has other plans for us, I guess. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, but you know, we, we are dinosaurs, but, you know, in a lot of ways. Call yourself a dinosaur. I don't I don't feel like a dinosaur. It, look, I kind of look, look like one, I mean, with all due respect. I uh, leave big uh, footprints yeah. and <laughs> never other things, too. But um, uh, I got to tell you, the— uh, uh, the uh, situation as it stands right now in our country is is a perilous one. We are on the verge of something nasty, uh, and we have a guy in the White House who is not out there doing his job protecting us a as a nation. Think about this for a second. Um, the left, okay, when they're in power, what do they fix? What do they fix Think about it for a second. When Obama was was president, well, you may say, well, he got rid of uh, Osama bin Laden. Uh, that was more of a PR stunt. I mean, I, I don't mean that. I'm, he, they did take him out, but uh, I'm talking about in general for the whole nation. Mm -hmm. Do they put us in a better situation so that uh, we're not going to go to war in Afghanistan? No. You know, Obama could have gotten us out of those wars. He didn't. As a matter of fact, he got us into a lot of uh, fighting situations, combat situations. Uh, the left doesn't fix problems. Now, 
you may say, well, look at George Bush. He was uh, a right, you know, leaning Republican. No, he wasn't. No. He was a deep state, uh, moderate to left Republican who tried to sell us on, on being one of us, being conservative. He was never conservative. He and his dad wanted us to go to war in, in Iraq, and they were bound and determined to do so. I mean, uh, the father got us into uh, the first Iraq war, and the son got us back into it again. You know, when you think about it, he used the 9-11 situation to go back into war. I mean, he needed an, ex an excuse to bring our country back into a shooting war, and he got it with 9-11. Uh, yeah. He was not one of us, and if you no, think he, he was, you know, if you think he was, you're you're uh, delusional. And the Democrats are going to play the race card again. The reason I know this because you mentioned Obama, and that was something that Trump mentioned too. Obama was out the other day. Now you got to think about this before I say it because he's touting the race car card, saying that you know all you know blacks have a hard time this, hard time that. All right, he was elected twice as president. Yeah, he came in with no money. He didn't have money. He didn't have money at all. Right. But yet today, if you look at, he's got homes all over the place, totaling over a hundred million dollars in value, plus what he's got in the bank, and who knows how much that is. And he knew about all the dilly, uh, the dirty dealings with Hillary, and during his administration that went on, and what was going on to set up Trump. You know, yeah. and here he is now talking about. How blacks can't get ahead and all this stuff and George Floyd. And, and he could never uh, have been know. president ever if yeah. millions of whites didn't vote for the guy. You're damn right. So you know what? Get off that thing. And you know, that's the thing that Democrats are going, we used to listen if you are a person of color. The Democrats, they believe and they want it back that they own you. And if throughout history you have been enslaved by a party, but it wasn't the Republican Party, it's the Democratic Party, and you guys have rightfully so said, no, 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 no. I'm nobody's man. I'm my own man. Yeah, and they, they Well, you heard Tommy want. Harris. <clears throat> you heard yeah. Tommy Harris yesterday on our show. Tommy Harris, a, a normal uh, middle American, uh, he's a black man, and he was sitting in his car with his with his cell phone he on. He got pissed off, and, and he, he yeah, put it he, on the line. It he said like it like he, it is. He pulled over to the side of the road, and he unloaded on the left. He unloaded. He said, you can do whatever you want. You can indict Trump as much as you want. We're still going to vote for him. You yeah, can take it's not a, about Trump. Yeah, it isn't. A, he said it. It's not about Trump, you know, no. and that's the truth. He was speaking the truth, and I think he speaks for a lot of uh, people who would have voted for uh, a Democrat in the past who they've yeah. had it now. They finally figured out they're not working for them. The Democrats right. aren't working for them. Um, anyway, you know, there's some confusing things that are happening. Uh, I, I, I don't understand this. This story came out yesterday and I shook my head. Uh, Yingling, which I thought was going to be smart enough to seize the moment. Oh, uh, if they went woke, they're stupid. Yeah, well, they're stupid. Yingling Beer sponsors venue hosting drag show in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania for Pride Month. Somebody in their marketing department should get their head out of their gluteus maximus because they have missed a glorious opportunity to uh, embrace the American 
populace and be the biggest beer in the in the world. And they they blew it. They blew it. This yeah. story it, it's backfiring. People they they had advertisements promoting this event and at the bottom it said sponsored by Yingling Beer and then after the people went bananas, I guess they were getting terrible phone calls at the corporate offices. Uh, they had that removed, sponsored by Yingling Beer. But the well, damage I'm wondering, is done. I'm wondering if, you know, sometimes you're a company, you're a big company. Did somebody backdoor sponsorship in and uh, they got caught off guard and didn't exactly know what it was for until they put it out there? And, oh, well, they're also sponsoring a pride Ooh. A pride uh, parade in Philadelphia. Then they got somebody inside said, hey, I'm going to do this company a favor. I would do that person a favor and give them a big bonus with my foot up there coming out the door. What I do wonder is maybe somebody over at uh, Budweiser slipped uh, a big fat check to somebody in the Yingling Marketing Department to to bring them down to to lower the playing field because Yingling Budweiser is about out the door. Yeah, and they're they're dying. Yingling was really sore, soaring because uh, uh, people were going to them as the alternative beer, you know. They, and and Yingling was presenting itself right after the Bud Light situation as being American made. We're right here. We're traditional. And then they come out with this. It's like, come on, hey. Unbelievable. Oh, but you know, you go to you go to the store, you see the magazines. I always knew I was a star, yeah. just a drag star. It's like you know, you ever you wonder, know, Bill, with this whole this whole story about drag queens, it's it's generated. It's made mm-hmm. up. It didn't exist two years ago. Oh, people may say, well, there were drag queens. Look at RuPaul. I mean, he was I, I have no problem with drag queens. They can you want to dress up in a dress and prance around amongst your adult friends? That's your business. But when you want to go into an elementary school, you know, and flaunt your junk in front in front of a little wide-eyed child, yeah, it's the perversion a, of it that they have. That's exactly they, right. That's it's exactly the perverted right. nature. Look, it goes back to wartime when the the soldiers were overseas and they didn't have a USO show. The guys would sit there and go. Hey, you know, uh, Sawalski, you look kind of like, you know, you see it in high schools where yeah, the guys Yeah, but that was a, that was almost that was a little different. The guys that I would submit that the guys in World War II were doing it uh you know, it was yeah. a parody, parody type. It was thing. a parody. Well, you know, back in the days of Shakespeare, they didn't have female actors. They yeah. had all they had were guys who dressed They the, played it both ways. That's exactly right. You know, and and you know, even even in But that was a sexual like, bill. No, it wasn't. You even go to uh, a high school basketball game, and all of a sudden, here come uh, the football players out, and they 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 do the parody of being a cheerleader. Yeah, but it's yeah, done. Yeah. It's done in fun, and nothing else. It's not sexual. Like, I would submit that the drag queens, when they're prancing around in in front of children, and they're they really none of these guys. Uh, I don't have. I don't think they've ever seen the inside of a gym. They look like they've been stuffed into oh, these. No. These they look like stuffed sausage, you know. Uh, and they're in their spandex and they're bouncing around and they're just having a hell of a time. And but there's a sexual content to this context. To this they're not. It isn't innocent. It is not innocent, and that's the difference. No. And this is this is made up. This whole issue when you start seeing liberal parents 
defending the right of their child to decide whether they're a transgender. The issue didn't exist. Listen, we all went to school with little kids. You know, the, the girl was the toughest one in the classroom back in, in third grade. In second grade, that you know, you didn't give any lip to Sarah, she'd knock you. You know, I, I mean, every and, and nowadays they would say Sarah is really a guy. You know, the fact of the matter is, women grow up and they change and they develop, and not every one of those young tomboys ended up being anything other than a young woman. I mean, some mm -hmm. look at some of them. They had the proclivity and went on to be maybe uh, gay, and that's 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 their right that's to grow their up. Thing. That's their business. God bless them. That's it. But to think we have some kind of an obligation now to go into elementary schools and and imply that if your child is acting a certain way, if your child is seven years old and says. I feel like a woman, mommy, then all of a sudden mommy's got to think about gender reassignment for the little seven-year-old. But that's, and you, by the way, hospitals should be, they shouldn't be allowed to even do surgeries on children of a certain age, do you know? But they're doing yeah. it. They're making a lot of money off it too, Bill. Some of these oh, hospitals. Yeah. Well, that's what it's all about is the money for them. I mean, there's there's a fat cat somewhere that owns the hospital and dictates what they do. But these people that get the gender alteration, uh, most of them that I've read about have grown up, they're going, this oh isn't God. right. Now, some of them have had actual issues with the surgery because the oh, yeah. body starts rejecting and rotting. Well, without it. trying now, to sound too gross, I'm gonna, what they do... There's no other way to be but gross about it. It's terrible. They, they will go to like your under bicep area or to yeah. your thigh area, and if you're if you are a woman wanting to uh, create a phallus, a a male appendage, okay, ornament, yes, That's what they call it, they will take a chunk of the muscle in the thigh or in the underarm, uh, bicep, mm -hmm. and they will cut it, and and by the way, it leaves a nasty, ugly scar. You yeah. know, you're, you're taking a chunk of muscle that is needed in one area. And you're creating this phony male appendage, and they never function properly. <clears throat> they may look kind of like almost maybe, but they don't. If you ever, you know, I've seen, and I'm sure other people have seen it too, pictures of what they look like. They don't have uh, the actual real appearance of that appendage. It's just a, a hunk of muscle and flesh in an area that, you know, wouldn't normally have it. And, and that this is wrong. This is wrong. We don't, we don't, um, in, look at, if you want to, if you want to act like a guy or a girl and, and you want to live your life as such, that's your business. Okay. But don't, don't damage yourself in the process. Don't hurt yourself physically in the process. If your body is, is acting properly, you know, uh, right now, the way it is, the way God made you, then then leave it alone. Dress the way you want to, talk the way you want to, but don't screw yourself physically up. You know, I I saw oh, one I, I saw one woman who was on um did a video. What it was a woman who was dressed as a guy. She had transitioned to a guy and had the change, and she was devastated. 
She mm. was devastated. She said, "I." But was, you don't hear about those stories. She said, "I was caught up in it. I I was encouraged by so many people. I was I literally was pushed in a direction that I really didn't know much about. I just did it because everybody around me said it was the right thing to do. It's the thing to do. That's it. And and now she felt alone. And she said, "You know, when I was a woman." I could talk to other women. She says, but now, looking like a man, men don't talk to each other, don't console each other like women do. And there's a lot to be said for that. Look around. Mm-hmm. You know, when when a woman gets up and says, I'm going to go to the to the powder room, do you want to come? You know, the, another woman will get up, and all of a sudden, all two or three women will head off to the ladies' room. You ever see a guy do that, you have to worry. I'm going to the bathroom. You want to go? No. <laughs> no, 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 no. But but they, they are, women are more social in a lot of ways. And, and this poor woman who transitioned to a man, she said, I thought I felt lonely as a woman. I'm, I'm lost right now. I have nobody I can talk to. I feel empty and alone. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, my God, you poor. This is not right. What's happening in our world right now, you know, to so many good people, so many people who are confused, and these are good people. Don't misunderstand anything that we say in this program. We're not criticizing or judging anybody for feeling a certain way or acting a certain way. I don't judge. What we we don't like or what I don't like, I'm not going to speak for Bill, but I don't like it when people sexualize certain things and try to influence children. That that gets me pissed. That's off. wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to see, you know, them doing any kind of gender education uh, when you're talking about, uh, well, you could be this or you could be that yeah. in school. Now they are doing it. It's uh, it's like uh, from what I understand, but I think it's different in different places. You know, a two day just acknowledgement that, yeah, this is this is this is that. And so, you know, because. Kids do become aware of things through TV, social media, and the news um, that there are certain things. So that I guess it does have to be addressed. But to what extent does it have to be addressed? That's the that's what's at issue. And then when they shove it down your throat and say, "Well, actually, you have tendencies," you know, then they're trying to alter reality, and that's BS. You know, what happened in Burlington, Massachusetts this week uh, is kind of interesting. The town and, I guess, the school board had authorized a big pride promotion and uh, promotion of uh, trans rights and things like that, and they had billboards and signage, and the kids protested. The, The kids were the ones who said, hell no, this isn't what we're here for. We're not here for this. We're here for reading, writing, and arithmetic, not for all this social stuff. And uh, it drove the parents and the school board nuts. They didn't know how to deal with that. Holy smokes. The, the kids, wait a second, are they thinking for themselves? What, what is, what is mm-hmm. this thinking for themselves stuff? You know, I, I, I got to tell you, but you said something about social media. I think one of the toughest things that you and I can't really relate to is the kids of today have to deal with uh, a social media influence and presence that we never had. We never, I mean, 
if somebody whispered a rumor about you when you were uh, a kid in 1960 or 65, it got as far as the next kid. Nowadays, when they whisper a rumor about you online, it may go to millions of people around the world that don't even know you. And that's the, that's the power and the cruelty that they have to deal with on a day-to-day basis. It's, it's a hell of a challenge, I would think, for parents. And I, and I would hope to God that most kids are taught, hey, look it, you got to take it for what it is. It's just it's just uh, nonsense. You you don't you see something on the internet and and it's something you don't understand or you don't feel is truthful. You just erase it. You delete it. Do, ignore it. And if your friends are influenced by it, that's their problem. Mm-hmm. But but then you hear about kids who do, who get caught up in it. Kids who get demoralized and depressed and all this stuff and 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 it, and, it, and it's so so tough and so all you can do is you know that's where by the way I do think. And I I don't mean to be rambling on, but I am rambling on. But you're being very nice by letting me ramble. Uh, I think God is important. God is important in our lives. This is not a, a fight between the left and the right, Democrats and Republicans, Trump and Biden. This truly is a fight between good and evil, between God and and Satan. I know that That's sounds. True. You may you may say, "Oh, he sounds like an evangelical preacher." No, I'm just telling you. I truly believe that's where we're at right now, and I think that a lot of young people who haven't been taught about God, who maybe have dismissed God as being almost like an Aesop's fable, fairy tale kind of thing. Ah, yeah, I read the Bible when I was in catechism. You know, no, no, no. Think about it for a second. Put that aside and think about God as being a presence in your life every day that he's with you all the time. Do not be depressed. Do, don't do allow what you see in the world to demoralize you. In, instead, reach, turn around and reach for the, the presence who's with you all the time, God. He's, and I think mm-hmm. that a lot of people need God in their life. They need God in their life. If you don't believe in God, I truly feel sorry for you. I, I feel sorry for you because I can tell you firsthand in my life, there have been things that have happened to me that if I didn't have the belief in a God, I would have been lost. But because I believed in God, I was able to turn to something much bigger than me and ask for either forgiveness or help. And usually, in some way or form, there was a response. So, uh, if you are out there and you're feeling down and depressed and lost at what's happening in our world, you know, we've talked about you not being alone. You're never alone. It's not just the show that's with you. It's not just this podcast, not just Bill and I that are that are with you, but it's also the real big guy. And I don't mean Joe Biden, you know. Yeah. And yeah, he, that would be a good way to end the show. There's a lot more to talk about, but I'm just saying that would have been a good. Well, you end know, for the I, show. I I thought to myself as I was going along, I looked it up, and and it's like he's listening. <laughs> Bill's listening, and I thought, well, well I had this. It's funny because I had almost the exact same talk with my son yesterday in the car when we were going out to run some errands, and well, the truck. But uh, yeah. either way, because you know he was going, yeah, I don't like to go to church. I said, well, you should go to church, and. You know, we went into the wherefores and whys, and but you know, I I took it a little bit further where I sat there and I said, you know, uh, it, it's not 
because you mentioned, you know, if you don't believe, you know, you do have someone to believe in. Well, you do, but there's there's other values to going to church. You may not sit there and make a decision right away. You may never make a decision. But the one thing you will do when you go to church is that you get into a fellowship of people. And no, they're not brainwashing you, but all of a sudden, your worries go away. You have a sense. It, it gives you a, a compass and an anchor and a moral. Now, I don't quote the Bible very well, but what's that saying? Wherever two or more... Uh, gather in my name. Uh, essentially, what he, it's supposed to be Christ saying, wherever there are two more gathered in my name, so too am I. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I know that I messed up the uh, actual phrase, but it, you get the gist of it. And I do believe that. If you're you and I talking about God sometimes when we're off the air, right? I mean, yeah, I, we, I, we always do because, you know, faith and religion is a part of both of our lives, and that's just the way it is. And, um, you know, it's a part of my life now, and usually the people around me, they, they acknowledge it, they accept it, and even if they were hellions, they kind of all of a sudden calm down and go, well, you know, and they ease into that because they see well, life young, is better. Young people think they're going to live forever, Bill. They think that they, it's going to just keep going on, and I can be as wild and crazy. And, oh, I don't have to go to church. I mean, heck, I, I want to sleep in on Sunday because, you know, I, why would I go to church? But then again, you know, you get old and you start realizing, boy, how did I ever live this long? I, I didn't do it on my own. I sure made a lot of stupid mistakes in my life. Well, when you're young, you're going to a lot of parties. Then you're going to a lot of weddings. And then all of a sudden, one time, it could be in your late 30s or, uh, or late, late 20s or early 30s, you know, you, uh, you find out you got to go to a funeral. Yeah. And then the funerals start outweighing the parties <laughs> and the number of parties you went to and yeah. the number of weddings you went to. And you're going, why am I so lucky to be still going considering uh, everything yeah. in the past? Yeah. yeah and you true. don't know. There, so there's, there, no. there's a higher force and you can, you can define that force any way you want to, but I think you can. Uh, definitely, if you go to church, you'll find it. What we can do is end our program by saying this. I do believe, I do believe, like I think President Trump believes, first of all, by the way, Trump believes in God. Trump yeah, Trump has no problem saying he believes in God. You know, when he went into the Versailles restaurant after being indicted, you would have thought that a lot of people would have just pulled the shade on the limo and hung their head and been depressed. Trump got out and he socialized with his his. Uh, Followers at the Versailles uh, restaurant, a Versailles restaurant. But the first thing Versailles. that happened when he walked in, the very first thing that happened was a minister and a rabbi. It sounds like a beginning of a joke. A minister and a rabbi walked up to him and they put their arms on his shoulder and they prayed with him. And mm-hmm. the Secret Service didn't come over and, and uh, tackle him or move them out of the way. He just walked, he just allowed them to continue. And he prayed and he prayed. He has no problem talking about God and the importance of God in his life. And for a guy who's a, a multi-billionaire, and people will say, well, look at the lifestyle he lived when he was younger. You know, he partied and he had women. And probably, Yeah, a lot of guys, a lot of guys partied and had women. A lot of guys did the wrong thing when they were younger. But yeah. if you don't learn from those things, if you don't grow from your mistakes, then... You're a waste, you know? But I, I would submit that a guy like Trump, 
he looked around at some point in his life and said, boy, I've got a lot to be thankful for. What the hell am I doing with my life? That's and, it. And I think that that's what, what turned him around. You know, Bill, I could go on and on and on, but uh, I know we are supposed to be I'll wrapping give you, this. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, it's supposed to be short. I, I was going to give you one story to think about. You know, the other day there was that cyber attack, and it happened in the United States too. Yeah. And part of it was a piece of software uh, called Move It, which is in a lot of programs. As a matter of fact, it's affecting millions of Americans, whether you not, know it or not. But Move It is uh, a protocol that, basically has a lot of information about you. As a matter of fact, if you live in the state of Louisiana or the state of Oregon and you have a, um, you know, an ID card or a driver's license, the hackers got all your information because they use it. Sounds like something my mother used to say to me when I was getting ready for school in the morning. Move it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, move it. Yeah. <laughs> And always wear clean underwear when you go out because you <laughs> that, never know that when was the, the other action thing is going to have. That yeah, was that the was other thing she said. But, you know, the, 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 so you're saying that uh, uh, this is a more serious hack than— It's uh, the tip of the iceberg. And, you know, who knows what else they can do. We, we went to the extreme of what could happen. And, you know, everybody talked about the European theater. Well, yeah. we're actually the West. So, yeah, they, they hit the, the institutions here, and that was the software that they attacked. But how many other attacks are there going to be? Is that just the, uh, hey, we're coming, yeah. and uh, the grid and everything, life as we know it, could be shut down with one hack job? I don't usually give dates out because everything you hear about dates on the Internet usually are never Sandy right. Sandy Hook? You doing never. the Sandy Hook thing? No, no. No, no. This had nothing to do with Sandy Hook. This is Sandy, Sandy Hook was December 14th. I don't know. What, what would you say? Did you hear something about Sandy Hook? Well, no, I'm just saying the survivors of Sandy Hook would have graduated from high school last week. Oh, my dear God, I didn't know that. I, that, that God bless us. Uh, and God bless them. Yes. You know, and, oh, you know, they, that's, yeah. I, I didn't think about that. Uh, this past week, yeah. Wow. Um, but what I was going to say was that on the web, going around right now, there's big talk that something important is supposed to happen with regard to our country on the 18th of June. Now what? Well, what that's is tomorrow. What, I was going to say, what is tomorrow? Yeah, yeah, eighteenth of June. It's uh, Father's Day. Well, maybe that's when uh, crisis, the second coming of Christ. You can't predict it, so that's not no. what's going to happen. You know the other it's thing. Be, going, you know what the other thing is going around the internet? What, what's that? That they're trying to distract the heck out of us, and we're not falling for it. That's why Trump's polls are so high. That's why even indictments have no effect on the elections. You'll never guess yeah. what the next thing that's uh, supposed to be a distraction that's going to come out What's in that? August. Supposedly, more unearthly beings are going to make their presence oh, known the in August. Oh, the stories are coming out now. I, don't, I didn't pull them in front of me, but there's all kinds of stuff. Oh, I know. Do you know there's even a study out there now that shows uh, how you know we're evolving as a people? Yes. And our heads, our foreheads are going to get bigger. So what we're and seeing. our eyes are going to get bigger. We're, we're so seeing we're, us in the future coming back to see us now. <laughs> Think about yeah. that for a second. We're seeing our future come back to us with bigger heads because it's changed over the, the centuries. And they can time travel and we can't. So we're seeing our, our descendants come back to see us. <laughs> Think Possibly. about that. I don't know. There's I mean, the farthest, 
The farthest solar system you can see is 200 million years away. That's a long and trip. That's a long <laughs> trip, but that's the farthest thing you could say. Yeah. Now, can they see us? Well, yes, they can. You Ooh. know, we're a little light blur in the sky uh, to them like uh, they are to us. So if there was a way to extrapolate from that light, you know, what what we would see, mm-hmm. uh, that would have been them 200 million years ago, just like they would see us 200 million years ago. And people if say whatever the light is they're seeing right now is weird. It's a weird scientific thing, and I'm not a science guy, but, you know, there it is. People say, well, how can you travel from those long distances to here? They say uh, wormholes. Yeah. Wormholes. Apparently, they're like shortcuts in space. If you look out and you see something that's, you know, 10,000 light years away, they can get here by going through a wormhole. It becomes like, you know, 20 minutes by train, you know. <laughs> you know there's a problem with the F-35. It's not a problem. That that Air Force jet, mm-hmm. which is supposed to be the give us ultimate air superiority, and they're still doing test flights on it. Mm-hmm. The, the one thing that happens, because they say when you're flying the plane, it's like you've got an 800-pound gorilla sitting on your chest. That's a heart attack, friends. Wow. Uh, but anyway, it's it's like that. And so when you're maneuvering, it is, it is like you've just come out of one maneuver is like the ultimate fight. But when the test pilots come off the plane, they look like they're 100 years old. Because I'm, it ages them physically. Are you serious? Yep. Well, I think I that's, a, that's a permanent I think, aging. I think that's, that's how we should end today's program. You know, <laughs> we always say that the, up, the updates are going to be a lot shorter than the actual shows. And to prove it, we are at least six minutes shorter. Than a show. I think we're at about 43, 45, no, something like try, that, which is good. No, try try 53, 57. I'm sorry. I was wrong. Uh, <laughs> our phone number here is 833-538-7868, 833-538-7868. Mail at itsanotherday.com. I like that phrase you had, uh, American traditional talk. Or yes, yeah, that's us. I like that. I think I'm going to sell that, and I'm going to call a couple of friends of mine. I think the media should. No, I think the media, I think some of the other shows should push it, too. So all of a sudden, I'll, I'll hear one of the major outlets, you know, one of the major networks. You won't get any money for no, it. But, they'll uh, no, they'll be using American traditional talk. You know. but it, no, it does change the But wait a second. Uh, what, is that, what are the initials to that? Uh, well, that would be ATT. <laughs> AT&T. <laughs> no. Oh, my gosh. Every- but you can be 18. Well, never mind. We're giving away website, uh, websites here. Hey, friends, uh, uh, with that, we're going to bid you adieu. Hopefully, you'll join us again Monday for the next edition of It's Another Day. As far as this update is concerned, we're done. and It's a wrap. We got to run. Yeah, I'm out of here.